Fix Insider January 19th. New TV. We like a market map. It puts things in perspective and the latest from Evan Shapiro is super useful, reminding us that GAFA, and a couple more, continue to dominate the media and entertainment world. But these guys are not playing to the same rules, the audiences they accrue are useful in different ways to those earned by Disney or the NFL. GAFA invest in media and entertainment to drive other parts of their business, hardware, retail, services etc. The increasing impact of their ad business does align them more to others in the market, but that's perhaps more of a tactic than a strategy. Robert Tursik always has an interesting take on media and his thoughts on the map are a good summary, as he points out some interesting anomalies and comparisons. New TV. Three stories this week point to changes in the map. The power of the NFL is growing, last year 93 of the top 100 broadcasts of all types were NFL matches, up from 82 in 2022. As Tursik points out the map shows the NFL to be worth almost as much as the whole Disney empire and they are in talks about a deal where they would take a stake in Disney's ESPN. In return Disney get to run NFL media. With Amazon and YouTube all winning rights for big chunks of NFL games and Apple rumored to be interested in buying ESPN this deal looks good for Disney and for the NFL. The streaming service Peacock paid heavily for the streaming rights to the playoff game between the Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins, and it seemed to work out. They drew 23 meters viewers and it was the largest ever internet event. As the first time viewers had no choice but to watch a stream, Peacock hopes they can hold on to some of the sports fans, they have invested heavily in sport and hope that help differentiate Peacock from the rest of the pack. The appetite for sports content is demonstrated by a deal from Amazon to help save regional sports network Diamond from bankruptcy. Prime viewers will now be able to watch content including live MLB, NBA and NHL games, and pre- and post-game programming for the teams for which Diamond has DTC rights. Lots more inventory for Amazon ads, and they have hired a Disney-slash-Hulu exec to lead their Prime video sales. The guy behind must-read Hollywood newsletter Puck has spotted Netflix has tweaked their business model. All the Netflix top 10 movies right now are licensed from Legacy Studios, and 9 are from studios with their own streaming services, including 4 recent hits from Warner Brothers. The streaming wars are officially over. A French fix friend shared this smart take on a new deal between Netflix and Carrefour, seeing the possibility of the partnership to evolve from a subscriber-focused promotion to a retail media data collaboration. Bloomberg also cover this. Financial site Motley Fool looks at how Roku makes money, TLDR, it's an ad business. Adtech. We spend a lot of time looking at how advertisers are using digital, but occasionally we are reminded that the classic CPGs, automotive firms etc. are not quite the cutting edge. As mentioned a while ago Temu and Shine spend huge amounts on digital ads, primarily social, driving app downloads. One VC calculates that Temu spends $4.5 billion annually with Meta, versus $2.5 billion each for Shine and Shopee. Now Monopoly Go are thought to be spending over $4 million a day on social ads and they insist they are already profitable. This analysis of their activity is insightful, and highlights the need for lots of creative. With their troubles mounting across various regulators is the fact Google are laying off hundreds of ad people insightful? The reason given is a restructure to focus more on medium-sized clients as big spenders tend to know what they are doing and hence require less guidance. The new year looks to be just as tricky for ad tech as the last few and ad exchangers share some issues to watch for. Merchant Media The race between Criteo and Citrus ads to sign up the leading retail media networks continues with Albertsons agreeing a deal with Criteo. Given the fierce competition it's likely this is a low-margin deal, as the big retailers have the leverage, the eyeballs, the data and the choice to go elsewhere. 
The Criteo Tech does allow Albertsons to deal directly with brands and the self-service makes it easy for brands and their agencies to execute. We expect that smaller retailers will flock to either Criteo or Citrus ads, in the hope of getting revenue through some form of bundling. It seems unlikely smaller retailers will attract direct interest from overworked agencies. An Albertsons exec is quoted in a new IAB white paper on retail media and in-store success. Many retailers have successfully monetized their own digital channels. Now, the next frontier is the physical store, said Claire Wyatt, Vice President of Business Strategy and Marketing Science at Albertsons Media Collective, in the report. We believe in-store can and will act similar to a digital channel in the way it's bought and, eventually, in the way it's measured. At the end of the day, like other digital channels, the goal is sale-based measurement for more accurate reporting and personalized shopping experiences, a true win-win-win for retailers, brands, and shoppers. Analyst Andrew Lipsman looks at the Amazon flywheel and how it can be used for retail media. Merchant are coming to the end of unexpected object in the packing area? This article looks at retailers who are cutting back on self-service kiosks, citing increased theft. Certainly they have caused avocado arbitrage, where customers inadvertently tag the fruit as carrots, saving pound 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 s. Given how prevalent self-serve is in the UK I can't see a wholesale reversal but with all the majors keen to reverse the growth of Aldi and Lidl, it's possible we see some changes. Morrisons have appointed two new leaders, both with reputation for being tough and turning things round. One was very effective at Tesco and the other equally so at Carrefour. Given the Morrisons' relationship with Amazon this is worth watching. Uber have made what looks like a brave move, announcing they are to close the Drysley alcohol delivery service they paid $1.1 billion in 2021. But that business ran separately to Uber Eat, helping other drinks retailers manage their own delivery. For all the headlines and stories about e-commerce it's not easy but it's surprising to see retailers falter when things don't go to plan. Kohl's announced poor results but then decided they were going to focus on their physical stores rather than online, despite a third of customers using online. Brave move. The plans for a Shine IPO are being hampered by some potential regulatory issues. TikTok. Over the years the Daily Mail has very successfully built an online business. Mail Online is one of the world's largest English-speaking newspaper websites with almost 200 meters global unique browsers and they have worked really hard to build their presence on TikTok, where they now have 10 million followers and have racked up over 5 billion views over the last 12 months. The strategy is quite interesting, with the main Daily Mail account clocking nearly 8 meters users and then a number of content-specific accounts, such as Daily Mail Sport, Daily Mail Crime and Daily Mail Royals, all have significant followers too. The latest TikTok official award saw prizes go to Burger King, Nikon and the Swedish government. If you want real inspiration check out our archive of almost 200 top brands on TikTok and our good TikTok creative. And a smart fix friend pointed me to this Adobe article on using TikTok as a search engine, one of his brands is seeing huge volume from TikTok search. AI Google have done some research on people's attitudes on and expectations of AI. The results of forthcoming public opinion research Google conducted with Ipsos, spanning 17 countries, show that while respondents expect AI to disrupt work and life, they also believe that this disruption would overall be positive. These attitudes are most pronounced in countries in the global south but come with heightened expectations that those countries will be involved in AI's development and use and benefit from its transformational potential. From Potential to Profit with Gen AI is a new paper from Boston Consulting Group reflecting research that shows 90% of leaders are still waiting for it to move beyond the hype or pursuing limited experimentation. So it's refreshing to see our friends at Blenheim Calcutt are actually providing practical solutions to the public sector using Gen A and Azure. 
and Znet point us to AI-driven skills available on Alexa. The first lets you talk with the character.i cast, built by former Google engineers this is similar to the meta.i characters. Splash lets you make music and the third is a question game. It's all a little clumsy but as the L'Oreal demo I shared last week showed, voice is a great way to interact with a chatbot and I think we will see Alexa, Siri and Google Assistant get better. I keep recommending people watch her, the Spike Jones movie, and voice just works. But her also plays to worries people have, as this video shows the Japanese are worried about AI girlfriends. Plus plus. Alex, Partners Disruption Index. Great Lee post on how to get your LinkedIn posts more widely seen. Our next flight with Walmart will reach millions of Americans, zipline instant delivery and logistics. I mentioned some interesting media research work last week, but noted it was behind a paywall. The author kindly pointed me here where it's free to read, how to map media quality for physical and mental measures. This is a good podcast on Fortnite and Roblox for AD dummies, featuring a fixed friend. Inside Accenture Songs deal to acquire work and company.